tonight on Alpha Spec and Pod for James Cheese. Clearly a reference to the uh, 1997 film The Postman. Gumba Master. <laughs> and me, Byron Hussey. Gumba. 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 Okay, that's enough of that. Hey everybody, welcome to Alpha's Back in Podform, episode 33. Some enchanted evening. That's what it's called, right? That is Gumba. what it's called. Gumba. Gumba. I think so. Okay. My name is Byron Hussey, and I am joined tonight by Gumba Master. Good evening. Making his triumphant return. When was, when was the last podcast you joined, Gumba Master? I don't want to remember. And I'm also joined by Jim Sheaves. It's, it's good to be with you tonight. You too. So, the episode of ALF for which we will be to discussing at this hour will be called Some Enchanted Evening. It is the yes. 33rd episode, I think. Lucky 33. It's the, what, the sixth episode of the second season, I think. And it originally aired October 26th, 1987 and as such it was a halloween themed episode Mm -hmm. the uh song some enchanted evening uh i have not researched but it's from south pacific it's from the musical Mm -hmm. south pacific that's that's a racist one isn't it oh probably (laughs) is it a frank sinatra Except Frank Sinatra uh, did a version of it. Yeah, it wasn't the name that I was seeing, though. It's a show tune from the Mm -hmm. 1949 Rodgers and Hammerstein musical South Pacific. The single Mm -hmm. biggest popular hit to come out of any Rodgers and Hammerstein show. Three-verse solo for the leading male character. Cool. Uh, Here, why don't I play a little bit for the folks? Oh boy. <laughs> Some enchanted evening YouTube. Search, click. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's really good. A wonderful song, isn't it? Uh, they, they don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> the YouTube video has like a picture of like the music with like a big coffee ring on it. Alright, so that's that's that. Um, Could you guys hear? I just had a visitor just then. Who was it? It was my brother. Just poked his head in. I didn't. I couldn't hear because I was playing the South South Pacific tune. Oh, good. That's too bad. It would have been well, funny. Well, I'm sure he sends his regards. Can you get him back? Uh, no, he's gone. Is he just not a good guy? Oh, he's he's a great guy. He's <laughs> he's top quality guy. Uh, I don't. Uh, okay. I just I'm not even sure I knew you had a brother. Uh, yeah, I got a brother. You never talk. To, you never talk about him. You talk about your sister sometimes. Do I? You have. Like it was her birthday yeah. once. Well, we're, we're all very ashamed of the the brother, so we don't talk about him. Kind of a black sheep. Yep. I am Speaking drinking of, um, a... Did you find anything racist in this song? Um, nah, you know, it's like I wasn't able to get through the initial very slow eh. prelude, and then I skipped ahead a little bit, and there was just like a guy singing, and it's like, okay, that's enough of this. What were you saying you were drinking? Oh. Well, I just wanted to let you know that I'm drinking off-brand diet cola, and it tastes like medicine. That's nice. 
I usually, I usually need something stronger for these podcasts. Hey, here's a here's an interesting fact from Wikipedia. Um, th- the song "Some Enchanted Evening" was sung by Harrison Ford in the film American Graffiti. Whoa, that's pretty rad. I um, I should probably watch American Graffiti. Yeah, it's pretty much like the Star Wars prequel, but but with um wheels. Yeah, wheels instead of space engines. Yeah. Space stuff. So, the episode... This is a Halloween episode of ALF. Um, The episode starts with... Do we get ALF in the, like, Beagle Puss? Is that the first scene? Yes. And I could have sworn we've had scenes where Brian is showing off an outfit before, but I yeah. guess it wasn't a pirate previously. That's like something that they do to the kid a lot. Yeah, I think that there was a one where he was like, well, there, there was the asparagus costume for one. Yes. Uh-huh. That's important. Asparagus, asparagus. Yeah. Put us on your table, asparagus, asparagus. Better guess we make you feel more able. Bravo. Uh, and then he was a monk in the monk episode because that's how Alf got the um, habit. What what, is, what are monk habit. boy clothes no. cause? Called? Habit. I'm not yeah. sure. Okay. Back in the habit, yeah. Sister Act 2. Robes? Robes. A monk okay. robe. A monk's robe. Yeah. I think... A habit is a kind of robe. Like a wow. subset of robes. Well, uh, why were we talking... Oh, he's a pirate. He's a pirate, and um, Kate's showing off how, um, you know, marvelous this pirate <clears throat> is. Yeah. Now, pirates historically were not great not great guys, right? Like, they did a lot of killing, stealing, a lot of rape. Well, so the lamestream media would have you believe. <laughs> what, what is your contention here? Um, isn't it pirates uh, prevent global warming? Because mm. now the global temperature has risen and we have fewer pirates. I have heard that. That's the Pastafarian belief, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's my opinion, man, and you can't say anything about anyone's opinion. It's a little specious. Specious, isn't it? <laughs> Jim, specious. Oh, you, well, you know what they say about correlation and causation. They it's one to one, baby. Yeah. They're the one and the same. Um, so, <laughs> the, <laughs> the uh, ALF wiki for this episode has a subsection of list of costumes from the episode there's yeah. pirate three stooges king king and queen cowboys and alf yeah so um alf is lobbying heavily to be allowed to go trick-or-treating it's like a big opportunity for him to you know blend in mm-hmm. Strangely, he does not make the argument until much later in the episode that his general appearance can be construed as a costume. He just puts a costume over his... his... And arguably, he would have been more plausible as a trick-or-treater because he is the size of a child than uh, as an adult guest of the party that later occurs. He, He doesn't make this argument, but... You should also note that he is not a prisoner. He is able to use doorknobs and locks. Mm-hmm. He could leave and just do this. Um, mm. But he becomes... Maybe he's like a vampire. He just got to have permission. Uh, yeah, like a reverse vampire. Sure. Gumbo, what do you think about this? Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. By the way, I just noticed that this list of costumes from the episode is incomplete and does not list costumes that are on the very 
um, still from the wiki page. Yeah. There's also a Perhaps guy... it's only for um, people with speaking roles, because Bride of Frankenstein there doesn't speak, I don't believe. Nor does Lederhosen, but I, I think that's a very arbitrary criteria for inclusion on this very short list of costumes. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to edit this. This is ridiculous. I'm going to edit this. <laughs> How do you edit a wiki? Well, you click the edit button. Okay. Lederhosen. Um, How do you spell Lederhosen? Uh, L-E-D-E-R-H-O-S-E-N. Okay, I fixed it. Um, Perhaps the, the German speaker would have been the better person to ask. Did what? we, uh, after the, the episode where Lucky goes missing? I don't no. know. No. No. What is? Wait, is it, did you ask if it's after the episode where Lucky goes missing? No, did we, did we already cover the episode where Lucky goes missing? I think so, yeah. The one where he gets, gets mistaken for a dog and, and, yeah. uh, locked away in the dog pound. Yeah, for yeah. sure, we did. Didn't he wear a Hawaiian shirt there in the beginning? Um, maybe. I don't remember. By the way, guys, check it out. I made the edit on the wiki under costumes. You can go check it out if you I'm want. I'm clicking refresh. <laughs> Did I spell it correctly? So, so for the for the for the benefit of the record. <laughs> um, Byron has added um, uh, Lederhosen with an extra I in there somehow, and then Bride Frankenstein, spelled uh, S-T-I-N-E. That's that's great. That's, <laughs> do you, that's informative. Do you reckon that um, that will be changed, or is that going to stay? Oh, well, you know, that's just a hotbed of activity, the, the ALF wiki. I mean, only 56 seconds ago, a fandom user edited Some Enchanted Evening. <laughs> I think that might have been me, by the way. Oh, wow. Whoa. Whoa, pal. Okay. So, um, gee, you know, full disclosure to the listeners, um, I haven't. I watched this episode like over a week ago, so I don't remember it very well. And um, so I think this is going to be like a pretty informal summary it's, here. It's going to be like um, stream of consciousness. Like... Oh, for some reason, my connection seems really bad. So you keep cutting out. It's it's okay. We'll just it's you know what that is. It's like um, when like a DJ does like a record scratching. It's sort of like like a freestyle. Uh, participation. Um, so Alf, uh, so Willie complains at some point. Excuse me. <laughs> Just drank some more of my cold <laughs> medicine. <clears throat> so Willie is upset that his uh, boss at work. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's so like, Oh, they have to write about a job. So, oh, it was my promotion, and they didn't give. They took me off the project. I'd been mm -hmm. working on that project. It's just three like... months. Three months. A full fiscal quarter. What was um, the project? I guess it, uh, he was working on a uh, runaway children project, and they moved him to searching for the boss's missing water cooler. <laughs> So I guess that's I, it's funny, but it's just so lame and like, you know, limp writing. Yeah, it's it's not good world building. It's sort of but like this. This is Willie's the standard. Willie's job expect. doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's not real. It doesn't actually yep. happen off off camera. He um, just goes, sits in a in a room, and stares at the wall until five o'clock, and then comes home. Yeah. So. um... Alf decides for some reason that he wants to help Willie deal with his boss. 
Um, yeah, because, you know, he's just a really empathetic soul. Yeah. So he proposes that the Tanners have a party. Mm-hmm. They don't specifically say a Halloween party at any point, but that's what it turns out to be. And in fact, the Tanners did not intend it to be a costume party. Yeah, because they lack imagination entirely. <laughs> uh, it would just be too flashy, you know. Yeah, a bit too, ooh, a bit too spicy. <laughs> and um, by the way, this scene takes place uh, while they were about to engage in intercourse. That's right. They, they got really close to doing it, and Alf. And yeah, barges Alf in. waltzes on in. Yeah, I actually thought that was pretty funny. I, I think I laughed out bit. loud at that scene. Did a little LOL. Yeah. Um, and uh, also in this scene, we have uh, a, a rare connection to some other uh, Biropod network media um, because um, Alf presents them with a, uh, a petition signed by the most prominent citizens in America uh, to free the Halloween one, as he puts it, which is, you know, to, to let him go trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. And signed by Presidents Ford... Lincoln and Mercury. <laughs> That's right. So uh, uh, clearly, clearly a reference to the uh, 1997 film The Postman featuring character Ford Lincoln Mercury, which did not had not yet been made. Yeah, but I think it was based on a novel, which for That's all true. I know may have already been written by that point. Yeah, I'm, why not? <laughs> so yeah, if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to the... Uh, Postman in three acts podcast. Um, it's so good. It's really good. Check it out. Oh man, it's on. Uh, well, let me see if I can find the uh, the URL. Okay, I think you made the um, playlist for it. I did. So it is SoundCloud.com slash slash Sheevesy slash sets. <laughs> Slash Biropod hyphen presents hyphen the hyphen postman. Which is, it's very nice of you to, um, to, to include that link, but no one ever spells Sheavesy right, so no one will ever okay, navigate I'll, to that. S H E A V S E Y. Yeah. There you go. It's good stuff, folks. Yeah. So Alf pushes pretty hard for this party plan. And the, the idea is to invite Willie's boss. Kate likes the idea of having the party. Willie acquiesces, but does not want to invite the boss. Yeah. So now for, they're just having a party. For unknown reasons. Just because I guess he's because a stick in the mud. He's, he's being very petty. Yeah. But a just, lesson just will be learned. Just invite your boss, man. Yeah. So, do we um, need lizard yet? Does the party just immediately happen? To do what he wants, and it's work. Sorry, uh, Gumba, can you repeat? I mean, it's no wonder that his boss never lets him do what he wants. Why? I mean, if, if he's like that, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Stick in mud. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, think I so. see. Yes. So the party doesn't start right away. They, um, the trick-or-treaters are showing up, and that's how we, we see the three stooges from the, mm-hmm. the list of costumes, uh, except there's only two of them. So do you guys, um, did you guys watch the three stooges? I mean, stooges? it's kind of surprising, isn't it? Did I watch the 2015 three stooges? Which I, I assume that's... When that one came out? No, I forgot it. Oh, that was... I just dropped my... My wedding ring. Uh, oops. Don't... Don't tell Carrie. Shh. It was 2012, actually. So it's already uh, passed into the canon, I guess. Yeah. I think that Three Stooges movie from 2012 originally was supposed to have, like, an all-star cast as the Stooges. Yeah, like Jim Carrey. Yeah, and like maybe even like Robert De Niro or something. Mm-hmm. I think Sean Penn was considered. 
Um, well, it did have Kate Upton in it in the end. Okay. And Larry David. Okay. Big stars. It's, it's celebrities. Larry David. I mean, the thing about Larry David is he has a billion dollars. Literally. Yes. Well, yes. actually, he got divorced recently. So I think so maybe, maybe less like than a billion. a billion. Remember how um, Steve Bannon uh, partially was rich because of Seinfeld? <laughs> no. Yeah, back um, Bannon's guys, I, I guess this was when he was with Goldman Sachs or something, they um, uh, bought out a stake in, is it Castle Rock? Mm-hmm. Um, which produced Seinfeld, and then they made this show that, you know, went on to be like the most successful sitcom of all time. Mm-hmm. And um, and r- rumor has it he is still reaping in the the residuals to this day. How ironic! Although it's it's somewhat unconfirmed. Yeah, and um, uh, I think Larry David knows about this, and it makes him sick. <laughs> yeah, no, Larry David is is a uh, intensely liberal. But of course, um, however wealthy uh, Bannon would have become off of that, uh, Larry David would be, uh, you know, tenfold as much. Oh yeah, yeah. They, Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld each got about a billion dollars from Seinfeld. That's All that's correct. Them. Yes. Yeah. Take it to the bank. Take it. Take that money to the bank, baby. Mm. So. Um, so there's trick or treat stuff. We meet the Stooges. Uh, no, and by the way, I, I did not mean the movie. I meant the actual TV show. Did you ever watch the Three Stooges? No. Gumba. Well, I mean, I've seen clips of it. So who hasn't? It just kind of seems like not worth one's time. Yeah, it's really old and stupid. Not not very funny. Mm. Gumba, did you ever watch the Stooges? Stooges. Come back, 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 come back. So there was trick or treaters. Um, yes, and uh, then um, uh, Brian comes home with Lynn, uh, and um, you know rings the doorbell trick or treat, but it's uh, surprises Brian. Yeah. Um, and then he reveals that uh, somehow Alf has like uh, gotten like a a seventy percent stake of his can. Was that right? <laughs> yeah, I think like, it was seventy seventy five. What, what leverage exactly does Alf have over him? Because I wasn't really seeing anything that was. Like you know, what what led to that deal? I think it's just a, like a like an emotional abuse, mm. like a, like a guilt trip, maybe some physical duress. He's a puppet, though. Not in the canon. I mean, he's like a fierce alien with claws and teeth. Does he have? Pres- does he have? Presumably, is he like significantly a, strong. Like a razor sharp pronged spiral penis <laughs> which he uses to terrify his foes yeah, it's like a it's like a like a power drill oh dear mm-hmm. well this is actually from uh some notes for uh, by paul fusco that i have an exclusive <laughs> it's like show notes he wrote about it's the, the bible the show bible yeah um well that would make for a heck of a halloween costume huh yeah or just an everyday costume. Yes. Also, yep. Um, so then when they're actually sharing the candy with each other, they, they don't seem to actually be counting it out. Yeah. Uh, with regards to, so, you know, maybe it was just like everything else in the program, a throwaway joke that doesn't mean anything. Well, apparently originally the the deal was 90-10. Yeah, he, he wanted 90-10. Yeah. But... Uh, that that hardball negotiator Brian Tanner got him down to seventy. When Brian came in, by the way, Lynn had been out taking him trick or treating, which I thought was nice. Yes, but she did Good. not put nice on the a old costume. Sister. Yeah, um, I was the the oldest, so when we did the trick or treating, um, there was a point where I had 
probably gotten too old for it, but I still, uh, I'd still like to dress up. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's just fun. It's part of the thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm, and the I'm... kids these days, they actually dress up anyway, not just yeah. for Halloween. Yeah. Kids today, these days are just like, they just, you know, they're such like special snowflakes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> like they, they just get to dress up on any day. Like mm. when Jaden Smith wore that white Batman costume to a wedding. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Gumba, yeah. what do you think of the uh, Jaden Smith's white <laughs> Batman costume that he wore to the wedding that one time? Gumba? No, it's um, Are you eating? Yep. Yeah. What is it? Sounds good. Bread. I want a bread. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there's a, they go out to the garage and divvy up candy. There's like some fun counting humor. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, we meet or we hear mention of Lynn's yes. boyfriend, Lizard. Lizard, the the legendary lizard, who I think we've been discussing uh, for some time now. Yeah. He was like an off-screen character. Mm-hmm. Um, but we finally meet him. I guess we meet him at the party, right? Yes. Can we talk about Lizard now? It's it's entirely underwhelming. The party. The the lizard. Oh, yeah, Lizard. So Lizard is... Um, it's not clear. Is he supposed to be in high school? Uh, yeah, with, he's presumably in Lynn's biology class. Right, but it's like he looks, first of all, to be mid twenties. <laughs> he's he's just a like a he had a growth spurt. Yeah, but also they talk about him like he's like in med school. Yeah, like he's in a biology class. Mm-hmm. So at some point, I, I, at some point, the uh, like, there's a medical emergency at the party, and 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 somebody's like, "Lizard, can you help?" Like, because he's in a biology class in high school, mm-hmm. he's he's qualified to provide medical. He's he's just advice. very talented. And what he says is, um, "I could remove his brain." <laughs> But apparently that's where how he got his nickname, like by like removing a lizard's brain or something like that in biology class, right? Yeah, but he put it back together, all nice and good. I'm not sure about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that like the joke is that oh, like the trope is the boyfriends with the stupid names. They, you know, they, they, that's some interesting noises happening right there. It's like a a, a record scratch again. Mm. Um, like I'm sure this would have happened on Full House or whatever. That's very interesting. Keep going. Keep going. Um, uh, what am I? T- um, uh, but the it's a juxtaposition, and see, humor is the juxtaposition of like of um un- unintended, uh, like uh you know, conjuncts. Right. And so here we have. Uh, that well, the expected trope of oh, the boyfriend is a, you know, a, a, a loser, burnout, you know, with a with a dumb nickname. But then oh, he's he's this bright, uh, good-looking, you know, young man who um, uh, likes to help, uh, you know, God's creatures. Yeah. So, interestingly, um, Lizard was played by. Je- uh, Jeffrey Blake. Who, mm. uh, now, what's interesting about that? Well, he's—I mean—he's actually like been in some stuff. Um, he was in uh, Forrest Gump. He played um, <laughs> Jenny's abusive boyfriend, like hippie boyfriend, uh, like uh, anti-Vietnam War boyfriend. Do you huh. Remember. Ah, uh, yes, I remember it well. Forrest Gump, a film I've seen. <laughs> You've never seen Forrest Gump? You could, you could say he was typecast. Yeah, as, as boyfriend. boyfriend. Mm. He was in uh, the movie Contact. I love that one. Lizard is in that movie. 
Did he play the dad? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because he's not McConaughey. He's in... And he's uh, not Jodie Foster. I mean, he's in a lot of stuff. He's in uh, NCIS. Oh, great. He's in the uh, movie, or the TV show, The Man in the High Castle. That's good. Um, he's in Grey's Anatomy. Monk. House. So much. Oh, he was in the movie Castaway. Aren't there only like two characters in that movie, and one of them is a is a. Um... Did he play the the, the volleyball? Mm-hmm. The volleyball. volleyball. Yeah. Wow. Oscar By the way, so Jeffrey Blake was born August twentieth, nineteen sixty-two, which means. Gee. As of the airing of the episode, 20s. he would have been almost 30. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, like, what? um, he's, he's kind of like, yeah, so, some of those actors, they can just, they, they can play teen well, for a Not while, this then. one. He looked, he looked 26, <laughs> which is why I was like, okay, maybe he's a med student and Lynn is dating like a much older dude. I, I don't know if the if um, Willie and Kate would be all that thrilled about about that. I mean, come on, he's going to be a doctor. Like this this eccentric academic is you know canoodling with our daughter. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So yeah, you're right. Basically, it was a trope. He's sort of like mm-hmm. the bad boy boyfriend. But then when they brought him into the show, it's sort of like didn't match the trope. And they tried to make him like more appealing by it being like it's not like a punk name; it's like an academic name almost. Mm. <laughs> um, so that's lizard. Uh, that's should lizard. We, should we talk about the party? That's him. Um. Well, yes, that's what happens next. So, people start showing up to the party. Um. Who are these people? Let's see. I've got the IMDb open. The Cowboys. <clears throat> Excuse it me. Was, um, the Cowboys are the... Um, the white people. Yeah, so the the Cowboys are... Um, well, wait, I think I might have some interesting trivia here. Okay. So, the cowboy <laughs> is played by Louis Arquette. Uh huh. Any he relation is the to the other famous Arquettes? Of Rosanna Arquette, Patricia Arquette, Go figure. Alexis Arquette, and David Arquette, Richmond Arquette, and David Arquette. So that is. Wowie. Yeah, Patricia. Show business royalty. Yeah. So that. Um, she must yeah, have been the black sheep of the family. Who? What the dad? <laughs> The dad was the black sheep? The dad can't be the black, I mean, black I mean, sheep. I mean, if you're, if you're a person asks. He was in a lot of stuff, though. Sheep. He was, he, I he's mean, another one of these... Uh, before or after? Patricia's Both. in a lot of stuff that perhaps, you know, would lead to social ostracization. But she won an Oscar. Yeah, she did. But she <laughs> hasn't done nothing. <laughs> Um. Yeah, no, he was in a bunch of stuff. Prey TV. Ooh. <laughs> Off Sounds, the uh, wall as spiritual? the prison chaplain. Badge mm. of the assassin as foreman number one. Dance till dawn. He played the pawnbroker. So clearly a um. A consummate um. Megastar. Yeah. So he, there was Ed and Bernice Billings. It's not clear how the Tanners knew Ed and Bernice. Um, They're Bernice, just friends. Bernice doesn't seem to be in anything else. Um, oh, um, one notices that the Ockmonics were not invited to this party. Yeah, they should have invited the Ockmonics. It's really... Just don't enjoy hanging out with that um, uh, that kind of caliber of of person. 
by the way, there was also oh, never mind. I was gonna say there was there was somebody at the party called that the is being billed as Catwoman. So I was like, that must have been a woman dressed as a cat, but it was actually like the next scene. So never mind. Um, Great. So it's noted that the um, the the Billings are wearing costumes, but it wasn't intended to be a costume party. Um, mm-hmm. And then who should show up? But Willie's boss, Walter Burke, and his the wife, Walter Burke, Felicia Burke, mm. and they are also dressed in costumes as a it's king mysterious. and queen. Mm-hmm. Walter Burke was played by a man named Richard Rote, who most recently was in the TV series Twenty Four. Huh. Played Robert. <laughs> he played who? Robert. Oh, wow! What a memorable. Um, so presumably they're the king and the queen because he's he's the boss. Yeah. It's like so it's a little. Yeah, it's a little bit of just kind of like a visual cue for you, the audience, so that mm. you just kind of get it subconsciously. Yeah. That's what. That's what good filmmakers do but he's like it's also like a psychological preview into his Mm. psyche mind is that how you would say that in psychology what mind his psyche that's how you say the word psyche yes so it is turning out that people have been invited to have worn costumes at the party because Mm -hmm. Alf changed the invitations and lo and behold Alf shows up at the party with a zipper attached to his abdomen this was the clear plan from the beginning of the episode though they didn't hint at that eventuality until now and they revealed it as though it would be a surprise who could have predicted? That sounds very painful, doesn't it? What the zipper? Yeah, they would they would get like caught in his fur. Yeah, it's not yeah, clear how he attached it. How how did he attach it in the first place? Glue, like, um, Velcro. Did he put a Velcro tape? Down? I wouldn't mind stapling something to Alf. <laughs> Just kind of holding him down. If it were Velcro, it might just stick to his fur. Yeah. Nails? How about nails? Mm-hmm. You could use um, uh, adhesive of some... Hot glue. Mm. Tacks. Solder. You could solder it to him. <laughs> solder. But it adheres to Mel Mackey and flesh. I just think, you know, thing. removing that, yeah. that, that zip... Yeah. It would be very, very unpleasant. But I mean, I mean, it's, uh, it's well documented that um, I mean, uh, Alf is a um, into I BDSM. Think some that, that kind of giant. Yes. Well documented, so yes. he he would probably derive significant. Well, you can certainly pleasure. find certain images on the internet. Yeah. To that effect. <laughs> so he would probably I just found some derive significant sexual pleasure from the re- removal of the, the zipper. Um, do, you, do you think that's those sorts of images of Alf are sort of the equivalent of the, the, the latter images of Max Wright, you know, smoking various substances? It's like that's, that's um, how Alf has fallen from grace in recent days. He's, he's become like an S&M I, uh, performer. I mean, I think the, the more notable thing about Alf is how few inappropriate pictures there are of him like this is like nobody cares enough about him to, to have a, 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 the alf fetish hmm. that's sad so the alf has this uh, plan to that he's going to schmooze the boss for willie and that's pretty much what happens right i mean like there's never any doubt that this is going to work, eh. that Alpha's going to be like, hey, 
do this for Willie. And Willie's like too proud to beg. Uh-huh. And that's like a whole sticking point, which is like the you know Alf makes it pretty clear that it would be easy to get this if he's just willing to compromise his principles a little bit. And Willie's uh-huh. like, no, no, I'd rather my family starve than <laughs> cow cow to that asshole. That's a direct quote. Well, you know, it's it's good that, you know, uh, someone is still standing up for their principles out there. Yeah. But Elf takes um, takes him aside and convinces Mr. Burke to put Willie back on the project. And by the way, it turned out that he didn't even know Willie cared, and he probably would have gladly put him back on the project if he just... Uh, not, but not Willie was just kind of neurotic and like and, read too much into the yeah. So all of his principles were based on just like his own meek <laughs> non-communication. <laughs> so and then also Alf somehow gets another guy fired for no good reason because Alf. Mm-hmm. I mean, some. I mean, Willie doesn't have any problem with this guy, but Alf is like. Willie wants this guy's office, so you should fire him. Uh-huh. So, so it's a happy ending, I guess. Um, yeah, Willie got to work on his important project that mm-hmm. we're deeply invested in. Is there anything else worth mentioning at the party? Oh, gee. Um, yes, Alf does his Elvis impression. Oh, yeah, that was good. Um, and he seduces Bernice. The, yeah. The the cowgirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not it's not a particularly good Elvis impression. Like it's no better than really any idiot's Elvis impression, I would say. No, it's not. It's it's pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So the party ends and everything, and then. And then it's like really late, but Willie somehow agrees to take Alf out trick or treating. And mm-hmm. um, they go to this uh, um, woman's house. The woman's name is uh, Nedra Voles. And um, she, she was in some other stuff too. Step by step. Was she playing cat ladies there as well? No, she played uh, Mrs. Slezak. Uh, she she was in some a uh, short called Dickwad. She played the old lady. That's that's nice. She was in Webster. Mr. Belvedere. Ah, uh, yes, Webster. Earth girls are easy. Anyway, she died mm-hmm. in two thousand and three oh, at the age of I'm sorry four in Mesa, Arizona. So young. That's like a that's like a place where old people go to die, isn't it? I think it's because it's like dry air there. It's good mm-hmm. for certain conditions. Mm. So anyway, um, she's all out of candy, but she has a bunch of cats. And first of well, all, what so we know about the Alf Man. This is actually a vivid memory of mine from originally watching the series back in um, when this first aired in 1987. Mm-hmm. When she comes to the door, she's like, well, hello, young man. And then Alf is like, hello, old woman. And I thought that was (laughs) hilarious. I remember (laughs) laughing out out loud at that when I was a child. (laughs) So we've we've had a little, uh, a bit of genuine nostalgia connection here then. I I vividly remember that. I I rarely remember any of this stuff. Uh, but I remembered that one. Because he's, he's like being rude to someone, and that struck a chord with you. Yeah. And um, somehow I knew it was like really inappropriate. Mm-hmm. So basically, like, she's like, I'll go find you something, even though I'm out of candy. And he's like, can I have a cat? And he just she just slams the door in his face. Seeming to understand that he wants to eat the cat, which was not clear. 
from the circumstances. Yeah, it's the it's the kind of classic Alf. It's like the the guy that was repairing the TV. Yeah. The other episode just kind of being pissed with the family for no real reason. Yeah. You guys are a piece of work. This guy wants to eat the cats. Like she would have to be insane to draw the conclusion that he actually meant that he wanted to eat the cat from that. Maybe she situation. was just pissed that he called her old woman. Yeah, it was mounting. Like he was there late. She called. He called her old woman. He wants to steal the cat. Mm-hmm. So um, slams the door. Episode ends. Just a bridge too far. Yeah. That's it. One other thing that uh, happened during the party was uh, he 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 off screen puts a lampshade on his head, and the um, Willie and Kate are um, observing his antics mm-hmm. and. Um, just kind of opining on on the nature of of the creature that they have in their home, and how he uh, that's the that's the lamest party trick in the book, but he mm-hmm. seems to make it work. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like it was a really lame party, so. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and the 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 crux of that that sequence was that they were noticing that, in fact, Alf is um more lively and more popular than either of them. Right. And it sort of makes you think that this whole notion that as soon as Alf revealed himself, he would immediately be dissected um, is maybe not accurate. Like he might actually be like an international beloved celebrity Mm -hmm. if he just came out, but instead he's um, being imprisoned and living this mundane life. He could get a reality TV show and then, you know, build his his popularity base and then, you know, maybe, oh, you know, 30 years later, run for president. I guess that's sort of like the meta-narrative about the Alf character outside of the show. He just sort of, like, still behaves as this alien that shows up in, like, commercials and on talk shows and things, and, and he's a celebrity. Mm-hmm. But that reality could also have been true within the Alf fictional um story because look how popular he is um i didn't know what uh oh i probably read the synopsis but i didn't know what happened in in the alf movie when the tanners are shunted off to siberia or whatever the fuck yeah i I didn't watch that either i said it probably (laughs) did the finale of this podcast like watching he might be that masterpiece he, he might become a celebrity in that who knows maybe he does and then, of course, I recall uh, in a dream it came to uh, Gumba Master one time, the screenplay for an unproduced ALF film, which sounded like quite the epic. Can you remind us? Or perhaps Gumba Master? Gumba? Yes. Uh, uh, I don't really remember it. Um, something about years later, uh, Willie is in hiding and... Uh, uh, something. <laughs> it's, it, I tell you, it sounded better than the real uh, Alf movie. Jim, do you remember any more details than Gumba? Um, I got a kind of like a midnight special kind of vibe from it. Like it was kind of on the run from FBI agents and there mm-hmm. was, you know, lots of conspiracies happening. And then there was a showdown out in, out in the woods uh, really involving, good. yeah, lots of sound and lights and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just well, good stuff. You know what? Maybe it's time for you to to collaborate on a fan fiction. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think so. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> All right. Um, are we done with this? Look, um, it's it's a shame because the person who would have had the most to say about our new friend Lizard is sadly not with us today. Yeah. That's true. Should we? I mean, is it appropriate to to shame someone for for not joining a podcast? I mean, I said it's a shame. I wasn't necessarily directing <laughs> that shame. <laughs> I I direct it. No, I'm just kidding. But I guess uh, the real punishment was is just that we uh, uh, will perhaps leave the depths unplumbed. Yeah, there's a lot we probably could have said about lizard that we just didn't get to say because we just didn't probably care as much as we should have about this uh, young man 
But, um, I I thought he didn't really make much of an impression at all. I didn't think the joke was funny. What about um, the but I guess the, it, the part? I guess it's a step removing... up from him just being the one-dimensional trope. It's I, oh, it's a trope, but we flip it. I laughed when he said, "I could remove his brain." <laughs> and the thing is, I, I not, bet he it's couldn't. It's not funny. It's not clever. <laughs> I don't think he could remove his brain. By the way, I don't think that's easy to do. Um, I mean. Unless you've got to, like, get it all mashed up and ruined, you know. Well, someday, if you train to be a brain surgeon, then you could be the Secretary secretary of Agriculture? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 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 no. Housing and human... Housing and human development. Housing and human development. Pardon me. Part. Yeah, we're talking about um, ben, Dr. Ben Carson. Yeah, my theory about ALF is that he was used to store grain. It's, we're I done. Forget, we're I done. Don't know, I'm not sure what you were talking about there, but um, it's we okay. Just, we just leave that. Um, okay. Well, thanks guys for joining. This has been a real hoot. An edifying experience. Yeah. An, an alphifying. Oh. <laughs> no, that wasn't good. <laughs> wasn't. That was not good. Oh. I. I kill me. I'm <laughs> Alf. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks again for joining. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Uh, oh, I should give a plug to the new um, Alf shitposting Facebook group that I created oh, yeah. yesterday. Which I've come up with a great alternative name for, but I'm not going to reveal it yet. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can change the name. I might actually have to delete the whole group and and. Um, oh yeah. No, I mean maybe maybe you can just change. You can just change. No, it. I've I've seen groups uh, get their names changed before, and it's invariably to make them much worse. Right. And I think I gave you admin rights, so you can just go ahead and do yes. it. Yes. I think. Oh so, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm taking over this bitch. Yeah, just just please take it off my hands. <laughs> and Gumba, please start thinking of some Alf memes. That you can create, Gumba. Oh well, in time, maybe. Okay. Probably not. Yeah, you got better things to do. <laughs> okay. Not really. You know. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll uh, so I'll catch you later. And guys, thanks, uh, audience, thanks for tuning in. And we'll uh, we'll check you out next time here on this uh, Alpha's Back in Bot form. <laughs> podcast. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.